0: For joining us on Comedy Co-Pilot, uh, I'm Erin Lynn,
1: and I'm Jocelyn Mitch.
0: and this week we're doing The Flipstone! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> and it ran on ABC from 1960 to 1966, and... It was an animated sitcom produced by Hanna-Barbera Productions. First, and it was the first animated series to hold a primetime slot on television. And because oh. it was meant to be for adults.
1: Interesting, the first adult animated show.
0: Yeah. Interesting. And... It was the most financially successful and longest-running network animated television series for three decades until The Simpsons outlasted it. Ooh, wow. Yeah. And it takes place in a romanticized Stone Age bedrock setting. And uh, it follows the Flintstones and their neighbors slash best friends, the Rebels. And the plots deliberately resemble the sitcoms of the era. Um, and actually it's like, it has a really big, uh, influence that is from the Honeymooners. Have you seen the Honeymooners? Uh, yes,
1: I have. I noticed that. I was like, wow, the uh, they're about to say, talk about domestic violence. Oh, <laughs> yes. like, yes, 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 I was yes. like,
0: that's straight from the Honeymooners. They don't just talk you know? about it, though. So this is animated. Yeah. <laughs> they can do it, honey.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: So Fred Flintstone physically resembles both the first actor who played him, the first voice actor who played him, Alan Reed, and also Jackie Gleason from The Honeymooners. And um, also Bernie's voice. It used to be, like, in the first season, it's kind of high in, in the second season. Um, mm-hmm. But then it changed because the voice actor, Mel Blanc, had a near-fatal car accident. <laughs> And he changed Ooh. his portrayal to be deeper and dopier. And I guess it's kind of based on the uh, voice of the other actor in The Honeymooners, Art Carney. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jackie Gleason considered suing Hanna-Barbera for copying The Honeymooners, but he decided <laughs> to let it pass. <laughs> Uh, because he didn't want to be known as the guy who yanked Fred Flintstone off the air because it was already pretty mm. popular So, yeah. and then it was also probably influenced by a 1955 Tex Avery cartoon called The First Bad Man about a ro- the rowdy antics of a bank robber in Stone Age Dallas
1: <sighs> and- Stone Age Dallas? I know <laughs> What? (laughs) All right.
0: Well,
1: well, there's a lot wrong with that, but we'll just move on. (laughs) Stone Age Dallas, and
0: then also it's predated by the Stone Age cartoon series from 1940 that shows Stone Age people doing modern things with primitive means. and it's called the Stone Age this is like series. a series, yeah.
1: This is a common theme. They really liked the Stone
0: Age back then. <laughs> I guess so. It was coming back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the first... Uh, oh, this was the first American animated show to depict two people of the opposite sex sleeping together in one bed.
1: Woo. Oh, scandalous. <laughs> Which... Uh, It's really hilarious to me that even in like they're both like cave people, like a caveman and cavewoman. woman, the, the sitcom wife is still way hotter. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: it's the <a> honeymooner.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, true. <laughs> uh,
0: and then the first two seasons were co-sponsored by Winston cigarettes. <laughs> the characters were in commercials and like smoking cigarettes and stuff. <laughs> So funny. And then the third season, they had Pebbles, uh, their daughter. So. Oh yeah. uh, The sponsor changed from Winston to Welch's (laughs) juice and stuff. Oh. (laughs) It's like Welch's cigarettes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're like we need the kids' cigarettes. (laughs) Yeah. The kid flavors. And then, also in the fourth season, the Rebels adopted Bam Bam, which I, I didn't realize he was adopted before. <laughs> um, yeah. And then the first two seasons are in black and white, and then the rest are in color. But we saw the first season in black and white, because I'm pretty sure they made it in color and just aired it in black and white. mm mm-hmm. um, Yeah. So, season one, episode one is called The Flintstone Flyer, and the HBO Max description is, Fred and Barney scheme to go bowling with the boys instead of a promised evening at the opera with their wives. And...
1: Classic stuff. So. Oh, yeah. The like... wives always bringing us down. <laughs> Opera, ew. Ooh. Bowling, yay. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so the cold open uh, is Fred and Barney bowling. Well, just Fred bowling, really. <laughs> Barney's watching mm-hmm. him. And yeah. Fred bowls a crazy split where the. Oh, I'm trying to stop saying crazy. He bowls a wild <laughs> split <laughs> where the. Ball... It's
1: wild. <laughs>
0: where the ball uh splits in half. He like throws it in the air and it hits the ground and splits in half and then, you know, hits both of the pins. Yeah. The
1: ball like like many things in this show is actually a rock. Yes. <laughs> so many rock-based puns in this show. I never realized that. Before. Well, they we live in. Like what rock. is the stone age? Yeah. <laughs> what do we know about the stone age? Stones? <laughs> That's all we know. They That's it. all we got. Rocks and stones and pebbles? Yes. <laughs> and... Var-
0: various forms of rocks. Um, he works at the rock quarry. They uh... <laughs> gotta get the rocks from somewhere. <laughs> they live in a rock cave. And... <laughs> yeah. So um, then Barney yells Yahoo! And then we get the credits. And this is before they had come up with the Flintstones theme we all know. Like, Flintstones meets the Flintstones. Mm-hmm. And this mm-hmm. is just, uh, it's an instrumental theme song called Rise and Shine. And it's very similar to the Looney Tunes theme. That yeah, that it was is. The time? Yeah, okay, so you know that song? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, I- it sounded really similar. Yeah, it's like da na na da na 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 yeah. na. Yeah, it sounds very <laughs> familiar or similar. So, that's why they probably changed it in the 3rd season. Um, so then after the credits Fred or during the credits Fred is driving home from work and he passes a sign that says Welcome to Bedrock, population 2500. And he stops for a fire dino going by that somehow has a siren. <laughs> not, <laughs> not sure where that's coming from. Uh,
1: Doesn't matter. Don't think too hard.
0: <laughs> and then he goes to the tailor and picks up something like his nice, nice uh, skin to wear. <laughs> <laughs> This is his fancy skin. (laughs) Yes. His fancy (laughs) pelt. Yes. And then uh, he goes and... Oh, and he drives by the newspaper stand and picks up the Daily Slate. Which, I don't know why it's called a newspaper. Because it's a rock. But, uh... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then he crashes into the garage. And he enters the house where Wilma has his dinner. Goes... And then he forgets to kiss her, but then goes back and kisses her on the cheek. And then he sits down to watch TV. How does he have a TV? We don't know. Uh, that's din- made of a rock, though. <laughs> yeah, it is made of a rock, but they do have electricity. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then he... Uh, oh, and then Dino the dinosaur is at his side while he's watching TV. Mm-hmm. So after
1: he the- also goes past a drugstore at one point, which is like, what are they selling what? in the Stone Age <laughs> drugstore? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it says drugstore in the background. <laughs> They're just like
0: plants. Yeah. <laughs> plants and potions, you know. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, try this willow bark or something. <laughs>
0: So after the credits, it's Sunday morning, and Fred is looking for the paper.
1: <laughs> and
0: the paper boy comes by, and he's like, Paper hasn't been ex- uh, uh, invented yet. So, <laughs> no, he doesn't say that. But uh, <laughs> um, he throws the big rock, in and it knocks Fred over. And... How does
1: child throw that rock multiple times a day? <laughs> Doesn't matter.
0: (laughs) And this all happens while Wilma's cooking breakfast and then he's sitting in his hammock reading the rock market (laughs) and he says the Dodgers lost again.
1: Which that's not even a joke. That's just like a modern baseball team.
0: But he was reading, wasn't he reading the rock market? So isn't that like Stock, like the I don't know, (laughs) the (laughs) Dodger. So then he hears hears, uh, Barney yelling four over and over again, like four for golf. And he goes to the gate, separating their homes or the fence or whatever. I don't know what to call it a rock wall. (laughs) And Barney is trying to hit a golf rock with no luck and um, Fred tells him to stop bothering him on his day off and Barney says he's practicing golf and Fred goes back to reading and says oh and he sees a notice about him captaining the bowling finals which is very (laughs) weird when we get to the actual bowling finals but okay yeah we're gonna talk about there. that
1: <laughs> yeah they ran out of like animation budget or something because they <laughs> mentioned multiple times like hey we gotta go like hang out with the boys on the bowling team that you captain." and they get there it's just the two of them <laughs>
0: they're like we're almost gonna win it's like
1: I guess who you're not yeah. there's, there's no competing team there's no other people on their team there's no one like... there except for you yeah <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> So uh, then Barney finally hits the ball and it goes into a hole at the top of a tree and it comes out the hole in the middle of the tree and it lands in Fred's mouth. And then somehow Barney got to the top of the tree without a seeing. Mm-hmm. and he tells Fred to hold still and he says, I have to play them where they lie. And then Fred gets mad and chases Barney with the, garf cl- with the golf club. And Barney runs up a different tree and tells Fred that he's a nervous wreck and he needs a hobby like him. And Fred says he does have a hobby. It's peace and quiet on Sunday. And if he doesn't get it, he's going to break Barney into little paces. Which is just one of
1: many threats. (laughs) Yes,
0: that is not the first threat he's issued. (laughs) No, he was just hitting yeah. him on the head with a
1: golf club as he ran. It's a whole oh yeah 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 know, slapstick. It's, it's
0: very violent. <laughs> yeah, very violent. Um, so later he's sleeping in the hammock, and Barney starts hammering away on his invention that will take him into the blue. And he says his hobby is building things. Um, to keep his hands Which, busy. I
1: thought his hobby was golf, but that's I fine. totally did, too. <laughs> I was like,
0: what is going on? Why is this taste so weird? <laughs> like yeah, it's like, like ten different stories in one episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh... Oh yeah, so he's keeping his hands busy with the inventing things, And Fred threatens him again about the noise, but then is curious about whether it'll work. And Barney names the parts and then he says he'll be airborne and Fred doesn't believe him and he goes back to rest again. And he's mumbling to himself and falls back asleep in the hammock and then Barney comes flying by in his contraption. And Fred gets excited that it works and when Barney comes down he starts taking credit for it (laughs) and saying Mm -hmm. they'll make a fortune and he wants to name it the Flintstone Flyer. And Barney's like, I want to name it the Barney Copter. <laughs> <laughs> and then Fred wants to fly it, and Barney tells him how to take off, but not how to land. And then he's like, oh, wait, I don't even think he'll be able to take off because he's too fat. <laughs> <laughs> there's, like, a lot of fat jokes. A lot. And mm-hmm. then <laughs> yep. uh, he tries to take off, but Barney... He, uh, runs after him saying he's too fat, and Barney doesn't or Fred doesn't hear him, and he falls off a cliff. And then,
1: which if you weren't airborne yet, <laughs> why would you continue to go over the cliff?
0: <laughs> it's a pretty bad judgment call. I don't know. Fred is stupid. <laughs> oh both of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Fred is sitting in his home, all bandaged up, when Barney comes by and asks how he's doing. And Fred's mad that Barney didn't get all the bugs out of his Barney copter. And Barney's like, um, you just weigh too much. And then (laughs) Fred says he quits the company, and Barney says, fine, I'll be president from now on of this corporation they haven't even started yet.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yes. Also, Fred Flintstone is such a scumbag for stealing Barney's idea <laughs> and being like, I'm going to be president of the company. Like, wow. Yeah, are we supposed like, to root for this villain? He's, he's finder's fee, you know? Finder's fee
0: is president. <laughs> yeah. And then also this invention is broken at the moment, so it's like, why are you <laughs> even... <laughs> Because like when he crashes off the cliff, uh, Barney's like, back to the drawing board. So I'm like, oh, I guess it's broken. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Barney says the boys will miss him tonight, and how will he bowl in his condition? And then Fred says... The boys,
1: that again, don't seem to exist. <laughs> the
0: boys! <laughs> You know, the boys. (laughs) Maybe he's talking about the bowling pins. (laughs) Maybe he's talking about those little animals. Like monkeys, yeah. (laughs) That lift the bowling pins up. Yeah. Those are the boys. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, So Fred says he'll bowl no matter what, and Barney shakes his hand, uh, spoken like a true captain of the Rockhead Quarry Cave Construction Team. And then Will, Wilma comes home and asks Fred how he's feeling. He says, great. And she's like, oh, good, because I almost returned the tickets. And he's like, we don't need mm-hmm. tickets to go bowling. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm talking about the opera. And also, Wilma has no eyes, <laughs> <laughs> they're just black circles. And Fred I has did not eyes. even
1: notice
0: them. Yes, Fred has normal eyes. Wilma has black circles, Barney has beige circles, and Betty has normal eyes. So I don't know what that's all about. Are they like, yeah, what's going on there? (laughs) (laughs) One of them is Homo erectus, one of them is something else. I don't know, Neanderthal. Neanderthal, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. There were like two different human species, weren't there? Yeah, Neanderthal and something else. Maybe yeah, I'm giving them too much credit, but is that what they were doing? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was really bothering me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So, and then, um, uh, where was I? Oh, yes. Yeah. So then uh, Fred is surprised to hear that they are going with the rebels and Barney bought the tickets. So he stomps over there where Barney is hammering the Barney copter again and he hits him on the head again (laughs) and Mm -hmm. he tells him about the opera. And Barney forgot, and Barney also. Oh, I already put, I also put I Barney has no eyes. I just couldn't get over that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Fred said he wished he would have broken his leg so they'd have an excuse to get out of the opera. And then Barney says, Maybe you fractured your skull. And okay. then that gives Fred an idea to come down with an ailment right before they leave and he whispers his plan to Fred I mean to Barney and then uh, later in the mirror he's singing a bowling we will go a bowling we will go and I'm like why can't Loma hear him? (laughs) He's being very loud. Yes,
1: not so at all.
0: (laughs) And then the doorbell rings and Fred opens the door to the rebels and Fred and Barney are both wearing top hats. (laughs) (laughs) like weirdly on top of their hair it's like very (laughs) yeah (laughs) and then uh, it's very shoddily drawn (laughs) yeah and they're thinking about how much they love the opera they're like (laughs) finicula (laughs) finicula and uh betty thinks they are overdoing it and Wilma's ready and they uh, check for the tickets and she compliments Betty's dress and Fred's eyes start rolling around his head and he's making weird <laughs> noises and then he collapses.
1: So and... this is him
0: faking his injury yeah.
1: so very subtly.
0: <laughs> I'm like, how do you do that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then Barney says he's in shock from the crash, and he, uh, it's set in late because of his thick skull, (laughs) (laughs) and then they get Fred to uh, bed, and he tells them to go to the opera without him, and Barney's like, I'll stay with him, and Wilma's reluctant, but she leaves with Betty's encouragement, and Betty's just, like, a very nothing character. Yeah, that is like there to like okay, what does the plot need? Okay, you do that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm just here to agree with Wilma. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I'm gonna tell Wilma to do what she needs to do for the plot. I'm gonna come (laughs) there. (laughs) Yes. Nothing else. (laughs) Yep. Um. So then. Um. Barney and Fred get ready to leave, but the wives have the car. And Barney proposes the Barney Copter. He fixes it so he can carry heavy loads now. So they take off with the help of Fred flapping his arms. Not sure why that works, but cool. I- I'll take yep. it. <laughs> why not? And then Fred reelects himself president of the Flintstone Fire Flyer Corporation. <laughs> And then uh, Wilma and Betty are driving to the opera, and Wilma still feels bad about leaving Fred behind, and Betty suggests calling the husbands at intermission. And then Fred and Barney are at the bowling alley, where Fred bowls another split in the same way he did in the cold open. And then Barney gets him a drink from the vending machine, and it's just like a wall that has a person behind it. It's not really a vending Mm -hmm. machine. And oh, yeah, and then Fred asked for the drink with two straws for some reason. It wasn't,
1: sure. yeah, I didn't follow that. <laughs>
0: Why is just like a quirky thing? <laughs> it's like, I want you just can straws. share it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then Barney bowls a frame, and his finger gets caught in the ball, and the animals that pick up the pins pick him up instead and he ends up in the ball return, and then he tries again, and this time he drops the ball on Fred's foot. And then at the opera, the singer is just vocalizing with no words. <laughs> She's like, ah, yep.
1: ah, ah, I was like, what is yep. happening?
0: <laughs> also, uh,
1: Wilma and Betty seem to have box seats. They're like up on a balcony. <laughs> yeah, they have, they have really seats. good seats.
0: Yeah. <laughs> To just watch this lady just sing, ah ah ah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Betty thinks it's beautiful, and Loma's like, I can't stop thinking about Fred. So I think it's intermission now. So they go and call call the guys. Um, they go,
1: they're like, hey, let's go call from that bowling alley across the street. That was a genuinely funny moment. I thought. <laughs>
0: They leave the opera so
1: They're like, let's call them. Hey, let's go to that bowling alley across the street. Yeah, because
0: of course the bowling alley is right across from, the, the, opera from the
1: opera Yeah, this is exactly that kind of neighborhood with a bowling alley and an opera. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Normal state of affairs. Uh, yeah. So, um, then Fred bowls... Oh yeah, so they, they see the phone in the bowling alley and then uh, Fred bowls a strike and... They're in the lobby, like, using the phone, and there's no answer at home uh, when Wilma calls, and Barney sees the wives, and he drops the bowling ball on Fred's foot again, and then (laughs) Betty's like, Betty sees them, (laughs) like, like she straight up sees them. (laughs) it's still fooled by their stupid ruse later, which really annoys me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But Betty points them out to Wilma, and then uh, the guys run and hide. And they use a broom to make fake mustaches. And then Wilma Mm -hmm. and Betty angrily go over to them and bash them on the head. Because (laughs) this show is, like, super violent. (laughs) Yep. Everybody hit
1: everyone! <laughs> yes! As many objects as possible.
0: <laughs> so, and then suddenly the guys are German. And... Yep,
1: they're pretending to be German. German accents and mustaches. That's how you fool your wife. The it person who's so like supposed to know you like better than anybody in the world. <laughs> it's like, <fooled> by a fake <laughs> mustache bad. and an accent. Ger- yeah. German? shouldn't exist yeah what (laughs) there's only like 200 people total at at this time right in the world
0: (laughs) it's already crazy that you guys are speaking english okay yeah now you got an accent what's going on (laughs) okay so they're (laughs) jerry and um oh shoot oh yeah And then they scold the wives for how they uh, greeted them, because they're like, "Is that that how you greet your husband?" And then Fred tells them to go home where they belong. (laughs) Like, oh, they're not even allowed to go to the opera. (laughs) That's surprising to say. Go to the kitchen. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And then Barney almost gives it away, and they walk. And then the girls walk off all ashamed. And then they motor at home' because they're still like, "I think those were the suspicious." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all confused about how those guys look so much like their husbands because they are written by men and men think women are dumb. <laughs> and then Fred and Barney are in the Barney Copter and they see the wives like below them, and Fred tells Barney to go faster. While maniacally singing. Funny can be but
1: I'll she just loved saying that or something.
0: <laughs> what is happening right now? And also yeah. why isn't he flapping his arms? Wouldn't that help? <laughs> yeah. What happened to that? <laughs> uh, so then Betty wonders what they'll say about why they're home so early and Wilma says to say they miss them. Betty's like, basically, so why? (laughs) uh, (laughs) um, And then she's like, yeah, so they don't know. We don't trust them. And they get home, and it's quiet. And they're like, oh, they better be here, because they think they're not there. But then they hear Fred sweetly asking Barney for another bedtime story. (laughs) Suddenly (laughs) he's a child.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: And... Um, they're like, oh, we'll never distrust them again. And then, because um, they're like eavesdropping by the door. And then Barney hears them and he turns around with the fake mustache and he starts yelling <laughs> at them. And the jig is up. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> Barney? <laughs> Are you an idiot?
1: Yeah, just gave it all away. <laughs> they were going to get away with it. <laughs> And then uh and then they start beating them up. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just a full on beatdown.
0: <laughs> like we don't see it, they like they're just cut outside. Like, yeah, yeah, they're up outside the house and we just like see like objects being thrown around. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, this is dark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, I'm laughing, but it's, like, very dark. Um, and then um, they, uh, the guys run to the barney copter, and Wilma says, whatever goes up must come down. And especially so they just the, play cards. Yeah, especially <laughs> the fat ones. So, like, six hours later, the women are sitting outside playing cards, and they're talking about how long their husbands have been up there. And It won't be long until they come down now. And up in the Barney copter, Barney says his legs are getting tired, and Fred's like, "Are you tired of living?" He's pedaling. <laughs> Our wives are gonna. Like they must be severely afraid. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm <laughs> so afraid to be pedaling for six hours. <laughs>
0: Like, come on, okay. also why would
1: they go somewhere instead of just hovering above <laughs> the
2: floor? I understand.
0: That's true? I didn't
2: even think of that
0: an yeah. <laughs> like just fly around in circles. Yeah. <laughs> the wives will get tired eventually. <laughs> yeah. Of waiting for us. No, they won't. Uh, <laughs> So then um, Betty says it'll be nice to have them back and then they fly the guys fly past the moon like like an E.T. shot <laughs> and then the episode is over. <sighs> and then there's end credits where Fred is turning the TV off and Dino takes a spot in the chair and then Fred puts a cover over the bird by the bed which I don't know what that bird does. Maybe it's an alarm clock. I'm not sure.
1: <laughs> That's my guess. Yeah.
0: And then uh, the neighborhood all turns out their lights, except the Flintstones, because Fred is putting, like, milk bottle rock things outside. Milk
1: bottles made of rocks, because everything's made of rocks.
0: <laughs> I wonder where they get that milk from. <laughs>
1: yeah. Is it dinosaurs? Did they, they domesticate <laughs> cows yet? <laughs> Is dinosaur
0: milk? His name as dinosaur. Wait, they're not. They're not mammals. They don't have milk. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe from that saber-tooth tiger. Maybe. Uh, so then he puts a giant cat that I think is a saber-tooth tiger outside. Yeah. And that tiger thing is called baby puss, apparently.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's not in a lot of episodes, but it's always in the end credits. And then the tiger thing runs back inside before he closes the door and it locks him out. So Which, that's he... a
1: very intelligent cat. I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then he starts yelling for Wilma and he wakes the whole neighborhood back up. And that's the end of the end credits. And that's the that. <laughs> <old>. <laughs> mm-hmm. What did you think? You like animation? animation yeah. Thing?
1: Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was good. Um, They did a lot of animation-specific jokes and stuff, which I thought was very very interesting and fun. Uh, But there was a lot of cartoon violence. Like, you can tell, like, when you watch older cartoons, it was so often just an excuse for them to do violence without anyone caring, because it was a cartoon (laughs) character. So I feel like that's a recurring theme in a lot of early animation, and this is definitely that. It's definitely... A bunch of just like hitting people and people hitting each other it's like it's fine look no blood it's fine they're just drawings <laughs> they're
0: not really hurt it's fine yeah
1: yeah we are gonna hit him repeatedly with a golf club to the head and he's gonna just keep running he's in like a, a fall down or anything yeah yeah with a hammer in the head <laughs> yeah which it's so funny they're so selective about what actually hurts them because it's like oh Fred has a head injury. It's like, why doesn't everybody else have a head injury by this point? But does he really have a head injury? Because... He doesn't, but in. it's like, head injuries... If head injuries are possible in this world, why doesn't everyone have them all the
0: time? He has a thick skull. He got a rock skull. Yeah. I think they got yeah. rocks in there. <laughs> Everything's yeah. made of rocks. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I liked it too. Um... I wish like Pebbles and Bam Bam were in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> I them, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I liked it. I think I think I like the episodes that are more geared towards kids, because those are probably what I was more familiar with when I was growing up. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think these first two, like I said, they were sponsored by Winston cigarettes, <laughs> so I guess they were like more adult. <laughs> Yeah. Seasons, I'm like, eh, I'm not as into those. <laughs> yeah. But um, I guess we'll we'll have to do the honeymooners one of these days. Yeah. Uh, I've never seen it, so. <laughs> I know there's to the moon the to the moon thing so. Yeah. Which I think Fred says something very similar in this episode. I thought
1: he was gonna say to the moon. Yeah. Like, but he. Trying to just punch him into flying in the sky, I guess, which yeah. is very similar. Sure, I could him. see actually why Jackie Gleason wanted to. Say- <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah, yeah. This
0: is exactly myself.
1: <laughs> That's my domestic violence joke.
0: <laughs> they actually get to hit people on here. What yeah. The- <laughs> yeah. I'm jealous. <laughs> yeah. But anything else to say about Flintstone? No. No, I think that's all. All right. Well, thank you for joining us this week on Comedy Co-Pilot. And uh, if you'd like to request anything or tell us anything. I don't know <laughs> I don't know what you'd like to tell us but we, we'll listen to it as long as it's respectful yep. <laughs> um, and you can email us at at comedycopilots.gmail.com and our twitter handle is at comedypilot and we'll be back next week with another episode see you next week yep, see ya thank you for listening